Hello and welcome to North by Nerdwest. Two nerds, one pod, zero filter. Um, I am Chris Haig and joining me tonight as always is... Oh, Emma Platt. <laughs> I thought you were going to introduce me. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm just letting you, just like, I was like, and um, it's... Da, 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 da. Um, <laughs> this is a great... Ah, uh, first cock-up, first episode, it's going well in the first minute. Um, yeah, so, given that this is the first episode, a bit of an introduction, so, um, Emma and I have known each other for a couple of years now. I think it's like two or three. I think. You gotta say, yeah, because I only started proper getting into podcasting. I think it was twenty, twenty fifteen, um, and then we yeah. met. We we met on a mate of our Tony Black's. Well, it, it's Tony who runs um, Black Hole Media. We met on pick. Was it pick a flick or? I can't remember because I don't even know what that show is called anymore. I think it it was like Black Hole Cinema. I think it was Black Hole Cinema. Yeah, but I think. So we... <laughs> I remember the episode where we became friends was where we were talking about oh uh, like what was it called the big game or something with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh my it god! Was that yeah. Episode. <laughs> it, yeah, because it was that it was the Spooks movie, and that's the episode where and I swear you can still find it on iTunes where Tony took me giggling and saying the word motherfucker, um, and he did it like eight times at the end of the episode, so it got all the way to the end, and there's like. 15 seconds of me just going, ah, motherfucker. And it's just that. And I'm just like, yeah. Um, I think I like to say, that's when we became friends. And then I thought oh, our status was cemented in the. Um, I can't remember what the other film was. We, oh, it was The Hunger Games and that really shitty tea knockoff. Do you remember the one where it was like the little boy in the wheelchair? It was you, me, and. Um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Stacy from Stacy's. Mac and me. Oh, good. Mac and me. Ah. <laughs> I remember because I I genuinely never cried more <laughs> with laughter. Oh yeah. Oh, that was a that, that, that McDonald's that just... dance scene still haunts me. So sometimes when I spin round too fast, I still see it. It's just like a permanent <laughs> like filter. I imagine that's what you see when you're traveling in the TARDIS. <laughs> you suck it. Well, you you break like light speed. You just see the Mac and me yeah. dance scene. It's like that because I've never seen Interstellar, but there's apparently a wormhole scene in it, and they're like, "Is that what you see?" Like as you enter, <laughs> it's not like you see the ring before you die. You see that Mac and me McDonald dancing before you die. Seven days. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, so we started talking about North by Nerdwest some point. I think it was like the end of last year. Yeah. Um, because we love chatting and talking kind of shit about all nerdy stuff um and, and we love each other people. we do we love each other very much um and it, it has to be said a few people were saying oh well you know why do you why do you do a show together that sort of thing so we thought we'd give it a crack see how it goes see if people like it and if they don't fuck them so yeah basically and, and it's taken us this long because i am chronically ill i am ill or in hospital <laughs> Every, like this is not a joke. I was in hospital last week, and I'm going to hospital this week. So, oh my god, my fucking terrible health issues, and just me generally being a bit crap, is the reason why <laughs> it's taken us this long. But you know, we're getting our shit together. Well, I'm getting my shit together now. So, it, to to be fair, it's it's 
it's just been shit timing basically so far. It's just been horrible timing. But hopefully, you know, touch wood. Hold on, that's ow, fuck, ow. <laughs> I seriously, I just did it on like my the chest of drawers, and I just went ah, and I just went oh shit, that really hurt that. Um, but no, yeah, hopefully this will be the start of like us getting into more of a proper schedule and all that nice yeah. stuff. Um, so Emma, do you want to explain what this episode's about? Um, this episode is, and I came up with the title for it, it's called The Way We Nerd. That's good, that one, <laughs> isn't it? And it like is it. Um, basically all about our nerd, it's our nerdy superhero origin story. Like, if me and Chris <laughs> were nerd girl and nerd boy, this would be our, our parents were gunned down outside a theatre type origin story. It'd be a bit, nice. That would be a bit of a shit origin story. <laughs> like, hey, nerd girl, how'd you get your powers? Oh, I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, was it like radioactive? No, 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 just just a lot of TV. A, a lot, lot of TV. Of TV. Yeah, yeah, so it's 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 a, a bit <coughs> a bit nostalgia. And I think nerdum is, is it's, it's based on nostalgia, really, isn't it? I yeah. think it's it's very nostalgia-heavy. I don't know. Is it a pe- it's not a personality trait? What what is nerd? You know, is it a personality <laughs> trait? Is it a lifestyle choice? Who knows? It it's simply a manner of being. Um. So I mean, I'll go first because I'm I'm the oldest. Now, nah, oh fuck, I'm old now. Um, I think my nerdy origin is it's nature and nurture. Because my mum always likes to tell this story about how when I was a baby, she always dressed me in frilly, frilly dresses and I would cry so she put me in pants and I could get dirty. <laughs> so I was always a bit of a tomboy to the point that even on my, there's pictures of me on my second birthday with a Thomas's Hank Engine birthday cake and I had a train set and this was, and Anna had a younger brother and me and my brother when we were growing up and I've mentioned this hundreds of times is that we lived in a really bad area and we didn't have many friends so we only had each other and Thomas and if you're listening to this Thomas you know it's true Thomas was spoilt as a child because he was very very <laughs> ill it's true Thomas was the favourite because Thomas was ill a lot like all the time so Thomas always got his own way and Thomas always wanted to watch like Bucky O'Hare and the Thunderbirds so that's kind of like and I didn't have a choice but I was already I think predisposed to the nerdy side of thing anyway and the fact that my dad is a massive star trek fan so it used to be on bbc in the next generation used to be on bbc two every night at like five six o'clock mm. if i remember rightly so we would always watch that and my mum is obsessed with like universal horror films and b-movie sci-fi from the 1950s mm. so when my dad would go fishing with my younger brother and i was with my mum this is what we would watch so i didn't really have a chance I was never going to be a proper girly girl because my environment was structured so that I was going to be a nerd. And I remember the first TV program that ever had a really big impact on me was Power Rangers. Yes. (laughs) That was like my first thing. And I always remember the first time I ever watched it, it was Boxing Day. And I think I was possibly around six because Boxing Day is my brother's birthday. And... There's pictures of me and Thomas, and I think it's this year, and he's wearing a little dicky bow, and I've got a black and gold rah-rah skirt on, because it was the 90s, <laughs> and clip-on plastic earrings, and I think we were waiting to go to see my nan, and we were watching TV, 
and Power Rangers is on and it was the episode where there's a big toad monster and they all get eaten and their faces appear on the toad's belly. And that was it then. Oh, we were yeah. we were into Power Rangers. And I, I've got a feel in my head when I look back at it, I was obsessed with Power Rangers for years and years, but it must have only been about a year or so because the next Christmas and there's video evidence of this, my brother got a white ranger tiger sword sword that made noises and he got like all the mm. all the zoids. And yeah. I remember having the Power Rangers movie on VHS. Yeah. I think it was knockoff VHS <laughs> that my dad bought from some guy in the pub. I had the theme song on tape that I used to make my dad play in the car whenever we went anywhere. And I had an argument with my mother about the identity of the White Ranger in the car one day. <laughs> I very specifically remember being outside Broadway shops. My dad had gone into the shop to get electricity. I convinced, for some reason, I convinced myself it was either Bull or Skull instead of the very more obvious choice, Tommy Oliver. So I don't know oh, where I got that yeah. from. But obviously, the new Power Rangers movie is not long being out, and I went to see it with my brother and my boyfriend, Mike. And I'm not sure how much of Power Rangers Mike remembers it, because Mike's four years younger than me. He's my toy boy. <laughs> and the movie, like, it's one of them. It's kind of like Transformers. It's... I heard loads of people say it was shit and it was boring, but for me, it was the perfect blend of here you go older generation like they play the theme song and everything and there's enough nods to the things i enjoyed about it and enough introduction for newer fans and things so that was my first big thing that that's my first like obsession that i remember oh sorry all the time you were talking about like the power Rangers stuff i'm like yeah i definitely had the megazoids Mm -hmm. and i remember having the white um, and it, it, I used it that once that the plastic on it got all kind of nubbly with the swords. <laughs> well, um, and, yeah. Thomas still had the. I'm pretty sure that, that the White Ranger Tiger Sword Soid is now in my son's bedroom upstairs and it still works. Oh, and that's so cool. I've had more than a couple of whacks with that across the back of the legs off my son. So, ah, fair <laughs> so you know, it, it's um, yeah. even before the movie and stuff, Power Rangers has still been around in my family. For a while. Yeah. See, I, because it would, I was pretty young when it came out, so I remember my own thing of Power Rangers was like, I think I was like four, I think I must remember like four or five. I ended up having surgery as a kid. It wasn't like major or anything. Um, but I've told this story a couple of times. Basically, I got, <laughs> I got the 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 film on video, um, as like, a, oh, you've been so brave, that sort of thing. And so I wore the tape out on it so much. <laughs> Because I was there just going like, yes, this is awesome. And it was like the skydiving bit and uh, the bit where they're training and all. Oh. The bit where the, the, the monorail thing, like, sli- I think it's across Kimberly's Zoid because it's broken. Like, the the guy, I can't remember. What's the villain's name in it? Oh, it's Ivan Ooze. He Ivan scared Ooze. the shit out of me. Yeah. He genuinely gave me my first nightmare because I had a horrible, horrible dream that he killed my mum. I was scared of Goldar. I, so di- I hated him. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't mind Goldar because I always thought he had a bit of a stupid face. Because <laughs> he had such a such like a bright everything else, and then he had a really sunken dark face. So I didn't do that. But he it was looked like it a, was like a dog yeah. face. It's like a like a blue dog kind of thing. What yeah. We, you know what we should do? We should like for next time. We should like do like a nostalgia review, and we should like rewatch like the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> And Definitely. like things like that, because <laughs> I love I love Masters of the Universe and I love the Super Mario Brothers movie, and no one in this God Green's Earth is going to tell me that they're awful. 
No, to be fair, it's, it's some of those things where it's just like, oh, well, I, I, you know, objectively, they're stupid. But if you try and tell me they're stupid, I, I will defend it. I will fight to the you. Hilt. <laughs> oh, I will verbally, like, go after people. I'm like, listen, shh, 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 shh. Just, just, just <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop ruining it for me. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not even that. It's like, listen, you can't ruin this for me. Because I know somewhere in my brain, I know it's not a great film. I know it's not going to win, like, an Oscar or anything. But it was so important to me, and it made me so happy. There's nothing you can do to take this away from me. See, Chris, so that's I'm the fine. attitude. See, so we've just established <laughs> that a, that a remake of a movie cannot ruin your childhood. Now, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I know what this we, is. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. But we both know oh what I'm referring God. to. Yes, dear listeners, we might we might cover this in a, a very very far in the future I, episode, I, I but have, it's not us. I have self banned myself from talking about the you know what <laughs> you know the who you're gonna call. I will not be mentioning the whole travesty because I mentioned it on about three or four episodes. If you want to hear me go on about that whole <laughs> bullshit, go on to High Concept and pick a flick. And anything with my name on it over the past eighteen months has probably got me screaming my head off about the the incident. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. It's all good. I'm not angry. Yeah. Uh, so, what was your uh, like the first big like nerdy um, session? Well, I mean, if we're going back to like the whole, oh, grew up in a whatever household. So, I grew, and it's weird looking back on it now because they were very clearly nerdy parents, but it just didn't seem that way. <laughs> So it's like, I grew up with all of the stuff from the 70s and 80s, so I grew up a bit with Star Wars, it wasn't massive. I grew up with all the Indiana Jones films, Ghostbusters, and um, just like all of the 80s kind of action-adventure, like the Goonies, and you know, all that sort of thing. Um, but for me, I mean, I, I did love Power Rangers, but it wasn't really what I'd call like a, an obsession. It wasn't um, something that really kicked it off. But for me, I first watched Buffy. <gasps> ah, that was going to be my next thing that I spoke about. Uh, well, we'll just make this. Uh, we'll just make this about section Buffy. basically I mean, really long. I think. Yeah. How much? I'm I'm thirty now. When you're what twenty five? Uh, twenty six. Yeah. So, yeah. So when Buffy came out, I think I was about ten, eleven, maybe. Wait. Yeah. No, hang on. What? You, Buffy came out in ninety eight, ninety seven. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. So I was. Oh my god, why did I take me so long to work out? It's just been the twentieth anniversary and I'm thirty. <laughs> so I was I was ten. Um, no, yeah, like uh. I don't remember specifically watching an episode like the first episode of Buffy because I think it used to be on another it used to be on BBC Two. It did. They used to be on. Um, well, I... but then it was on Sky and it's like The I... Simpsons. Do you remember The Simpsons being on BBC Two? I do. At cool. kind of at six o'clock. Being like I my, I remember. Vaguely, Angel Tennant Angelus. That was my first big like. Oh yeah. And I think this was like the first TV show that I got into that was like it gripped me because mm. you know it was. And then having, I always remember having a huge discussion with my brother about the end of Becoming Part Two, that Angel wasn't dead yeah. because he didn't turn into dust. Yeah. Okay. And renting See, the the videos yeah. from blockbuster when it used to be yes. about like three episodes at a time yes yeah. oh my god yeah oh my, i remember that um see i came into it really weird because i basically didn't see anything of the first pretty much three seasons 
but I see I've got a weird memory of it being on I think it was on like it was on like Sky 1 it went to like Sky 1 BBC 2 and then back to Sky 1 I or something I think it was on Sky 1 for season 3 because I, I specifically remember watching the season 3 finale on Sky well, I think yeah well that's where I that's the first episode I saw so I basically saw the the trailer for uh, graduation day part two and i was like oh what's this and i'm gonna remember that i was like eight at the time so i was like oh what's what's this sort of thing and my mum who had no idea what it was she was like oh well you know it's it's not that bad and everything and to be fair i don't remember it being scary or anything i remember just being a bit fascinated by it because i was like oh my god this is so cool and i remember thinking that like buffy was the best and i loved all the fighting and to to this day um, the bit where um, it's like the mayor has ascended ah, and become the big lizard, but it's where, the they the, the it's where they tear the. That is the It's where they, it's, uh, it's when the music rises and they take the things off. And it's just, I I swear to God to this day, if there's ever an action movie where it's like the normal people rally behind the hero like that, I I'd be sold. I will love that film to that, the end of time. That That's, bit was yeah. so important because mm. it kind of blew the lid off. Everybody knows what's people are not. Like, I remember uh, yeah. Jonathan's speech at prom when they gave Buffy the class protector and they were like, yes. we know shit's going on. But that bit when they all whipped off their robes, oh, I remember just walking up my brother being like, oh my God. And then, because yeah. Angel started as well, like the series after that, before we went to season four, yeah. which everyone, yeah. I mean, season four had some brilliant episodes, but it's got Riley in and Riley sucks ass. Um, <laughs> but this is another thing. Me and my, my dad was really into Buffy, like, to the point where that... Sorry, spoilers if anyone hasn't seen it, but the yeah. series is literally, like, 20 years old. When Spike died at the end, my dad went into the kitchen and cried. Oh, bless He him. stood up and said, I need a minute, and walked oh. out to the kitchen and cried. So was he really happy when Spike came back in Angel yeah. Series 5? and then? I also remember, like, using the internet after Season 5 when Buffy died, and, like... And I was like, I'm going to Google Buffy. And this is when the internet used to go. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like Sarah Michelle yeah. Gellar to return. And I was like, but she's dead. Like, and that was like that uh, Buffy. I think more than any, any other nerdy thing, including the film that shall not be named. Buffy mm-hmm. has had the biggest impact on who I am in that nerdy sense. Like the kind yeah. of, the, the kind of things that like, you know, like i like you know the, the kind of characters i'm drawn towards like wonder mm, woman yeah. and I, I went through a phase when i was like about 17 when i was like i don't like wonder woman because i'm gonna like a boy superhero because i'm not gonna let men judge me and think i only like her because she's a girl because 17 year old i'm always a knobhead <laughs> but like wonder woman and uh, ms marvel who's now captain marvel and all those really strong characters and even like yeah harley quinn and not in a romanticized like suicide squad way i just like that she's so multifaceted and yes i know she was Mm -hmm. abused and don't be sending me abuse because i don't really care because it's all personal choice but (laughs) those kind of like characters this is where my this is where my interest came and then obviously from Mm. that i got into firefly and then buffy was like my gateway drug yeah Oh no, I completely agree. I mean, in terms of because um, for for a bit of context, Emma and I used to belong to a particular writing community, but at kind of different times. Um, and 
Buffy for me, I it's the single most. It's it's basically everything I write is an attempt to basically do a love letter to Buffy, because yeah. it was so important and it's it hugely shaped kind of my um, kind of opinions and everything. In fact, and this is a nerdy thing I did. Um, there's a website called Hello Giggles, and it's a website that's run by Zoe Deschanel, and it's very oh, kind of I fucking hate white, her. right. <laughs> It's Never very white millennial feminist thing, and I wrote an article and submitted it to them, and it's published on the website in 2012, and it's called um, ha- uh, "It's Either Why or How Buffy Summers Made Me a Feminist," and it's because I, I watched it at such a young age, and she was she was like the best person I've ever seen, like not in a romantic. Oh my god, she's so beautiful! I was like, no, no, she's just like the the best, most flawed kind of awesome person because it doesn't matter whether or not it you know it's easy she just keeps going anyway um yeah so yeah, i no, definitely i mean oh. I, i'm not gonna go into fucking how much i hate zoe deschanel if you want to know how much i hate zoe deschanel <laughs> just ask lee because lee's had the brunt of it many many fucking times <laughs> um but i totally agree with you like it's it i just i need a t-shirt that says what would buffy do like literally yeah. i oh chris i'm buying this t-shirt to say what would buffy do i mean yeah. buffy like i think you hit the nail on your head when you were like buffy is it's important and it's important yeah. to us and people like us and not just people like us but just and i know jaws said he wrote buffy because he wanted to turn the whole and which is something that me and you were very into the final girl yeah i can't physically can't talk about anymore thank you very much <laughs> university <laughs> But yeah. he turned that whole final girl on ten. And for me, like, I like I had to mention Buffy in my thesis because how can you not write about new final girl theory and not talk about Buffy? Yeah, and not exactly. just Buffy, but Sarah Michelle Gellar. Like, she is still to this day. She is still my girl crush. I don't care what she does. She will always be to me. She will always be Buffy Summers. Always. Yeah. And, I for my birthday, my brother got me the Buffy box set, and I know you can get it on Netflix and all that shit, but it's not the same as physically owning something that was like yeah. just so, mm-hmm. so important, and it will continue to be yeah. important. And people like it's just, and even like I watched um, the Final Girls, which Chris had recommended to me such a long time ago, and I absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely fucking adored and sobbed my eyes out and everything. I cried, like, right? I yeah. cried like a little bitch. Like, for the last 20 minutes, I sobbed. I was like, stupid fucking stupid horror movie making me cry. But that's clearly been heavily influenced by Buffy. Buffy has oh, been just... Oh, God, yes. Uh, we'll have to do a whole separate podcast on Buffy. But yep. there's even... <laughs> there's, you know, there's university courses on why Buffy's so important. And you can take courses on the whole Buffy speak and the whole Valley Girl thing. And, mm, and yeah. uh, it's just... If if you're listening to this and you've never ever seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, what the fuck have you done wrong with your life? Did your mother not hold you enough as a child? <laughs> How you can't call yourself a nerd and have never seen an episode of Buffy? Yeah, sort of I was gonna say, please, oh, just please watch it. Just please, you, your life will be. We are not important. Flatter. Turn off this shitty <laughs> podcast and go listen to Buffy. We will do a full thing talk about like even season by season. Oh my god, let's do, let's do that. Um, let's do that. Okay. Yes, 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 Chris. We are yeah. we are making notes as we record. This. We are just like I forgot, great. Okay. I forgot what our first idea was. It's a good job we're recording this. Uh, Power Rangers. 
rewatch oh, the movie. A like a rewind. Okay, cool. Yeah. You're on the ball. I'm not. Oh. Cool. <laughs> it's my, I'm literally looking at my closet now because I have two separate um, Buffy t-shirts that I'm very proud of. I don't have uh, any Buffy t-shirts. I have a print that says out for a walk, bitch, on it. That my brother bought me. But, oh. but Buffy, she is on my desk. <laughs> Buffy is above my desk with her little steak on my Ms. Marvel print. And I like to think uh. she looks after me. I've, I've just realised, and this is, again, it's a Buffy thing before we move on, is that I realise what my... Have you ever thought, if I had, like, an obscene amount of um, income, or, like, disposable income, you, what kind you, of nerdy thing I'd buy? Are you yes, I want, say... I want the scythe. <laughs> I want a scythe so bad. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> because... just, just to sit there. First of all, it's cool. And second of all, it's a perfect weapon in a zombie apocalypse because... We all right. Another future episode idea: the reality is to survive in a zombie apocalypse. The do's yes. and don'ts. Right. Anyway, but we all know guns <laughs> are useless in a zombie apocalypse because they take time to reload. A scythe. Mm. It's magic for a start. So yep. you know. There we go. I know. I, I want the, a scythe. And there's different so ways bad. of holding it. I know. This is this is where we start our Kickstarter. Bio scythes. Bio Oh my god, no, I, I would probably get in trouble because I would just carry it around on my back like Daryl Dixon carries around his crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I need this, I'm a slayer. You'd just be like, yes, slayer, thank you. I'm a slayer. Um, oh, no, I have a bag that says I'm a slayer. Ask me how that Lee got me for Christmas, <gasps> which is fucking awesome. Thanks, Lee. Oh my god, I love that. Thanks, I keep Lee. seeing that whenever there's like on Tumblr, they do like the aesthetic posts for, it's always like, I'm a slayer, ask me how, and I'm like, fuck i would want that as a t-shirt I, uh, I don't care that there's not guy slayers i'm like fuck it i'm a slayer I'll well according to lee crimes there's a guy slayer slayer academy i remember i remember yeah well technically there is one in the comics now as well so i actually that's yeah. another thing mike bought me a comic for christmas as uh, no for last valentine's day ah uh, which one uh, the, it's the first volume of it okay so buffy we love it two thumbs up yes Yes, many thumbs up. Many thumbs up. Uh, I think it was your turn. Oh, yeah. So, right, my last thing, because I've limited myself to three, because otherwise I'd be here forever giving you my whole life story, um, mm. is is Lost. Oh, for God's sake, that's what I was going to go with. <laughs> but, right, I've never seen the end of Lost. I remember. Oh, okay. I was 18 years old. And, oh, 18-year-old Anna. So fresh-faced. <laughs> so optimistic. Um, and the pilot was on Channel 4 and I think it was both episodes Mm -hmm. and I was watching it and some guy got sucked into one of the engines and I was like well this shit is for me but then (laughs) then I started and I ran down I remember running downstairs telling my dad to be like oh my god you need to put Channel 4 on but I think shortly after that I started working in the Odeon which is on London Road and didn't watch it until one day some guy said Oh, I've been watching this TV series called Lost, and I've got it all. It, so it must have finished in America by this point, so it must have been about a year later, now that I think about yeah. it. He had the whole series one on DVD. So I took it home, and I was watching it, and I remember leaving it downstairs, and I came home one day, and my dad was like, I'm 10 episodes in, and I was like, motherfucker, I'm like 18. <laughs> so then I would play catch-up with my dad, because I, I would go to work, and my dad would watch a couple of episodes. So yeah, my oh, dad yeah. was like constantly ahead of me. And mm. I came home one day from work and it was like, I used to work like the half 11, half nine shift or the one, the one half 11 or something like that. And I came home one night mm. and my dad was like waiting up for me with this. And he just, he looked like, I don't know. He was just like dead tense. And he was like, 
something's happened. And I was like, oh my God, what? Is everything okay? And he was like, no, I'm lost. And I was like, oh, I was dead. And he was like, just, and he just said, you'll know. You'll know. And, and I was like, I'm going to have to fucking watch it now. So I stayed up and it was literally two o'clock in the morning. And the bit he was oh talking God. about is when Haley said, Ethan wasn't on the plane. And oh my <gasps> God. Oh, yes. I just literally I screamed the house down. I was like, what? What? What is this nonsense? And ran into my dad's room and was like, Ethan wasn't on the plane. And he was like, I know, I know. So we, he got up with me at two o'clock in the morning so we could watch more episodes together. That is brilliant. So I love that. This is another thing. As a lot of my memories involve me and my dad. So yeah, it was like something that me and my dad watched together. Mm. And then my dad was a huge John Locke fan. Ah, He okay. was a massive yeah. John Locke fan. And we used to have arguments about who was the better character, Locke or Sawyer. And then oh, okay. there was a whole thing about Desmond. Like, that was a whole huge, oh, like, oh, yeah. fucking hell, Desmond was in there. But I can't remember where I lost interest. I think I lost interest when the series where that ended with the flash forward. And I remember saying to me, Dad, this is a flash forward. And he was going, it's not. And I was like, Dad, it's a flash forward. And it was a flash forward. Yeah. And that was it. Then I lost interest. See, I picked it up. I, I, again, I can never come into a TV show normally and get obsessed with it. So I basically had no idea what Lost was. And I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And then randomly I read the description of, I think it's it's like episode 15. So it's basically when, in the first series, where Claire has mysteriously reappeared. Um, and it, it's one where Ethan gets shot coming after and all that sort of thing. Um and it was that, and I was like, oh, okay, this sounds intriguing. And I just watched that one episode, and then I literally went out the next weekend to HMV, and they were selling the first season cheap on DVD back in those massive cases they used to have. And I was like, yeah, right. bought it, and then I binge-watched it over, like, a, a weekend and a few weeknights, because um, it was when Series 2 was airing. So I was like, oh, okay, oh, okay. And so I, I eventually became kind of proper obsessed by it by the start of series, um, by series three. Um, and it was just, I, for, for me, it's the first show that I ever, because I'm someone who I love, like, theories, and I love people's, like, oh, I think it's this, this is the thing to the mystery, and it's this, and that's why I've been a bit obsessed with Westworld recently, because everyone's been going, oh my god, it's secretly this, or it's secretly that, or all the clues add up to this, I love that kind of stuff. Mm. But Lost was the first one where it was done on such a massive scale, and everybody had an opinion. Um, oh, yeah. That that was where I, I thought I proper kind of earned earned my, my nerd... <laughs> you got your uh, I, I was gonna say like my nerd badge then, but that sounds weird. Like my nerd dumb. My... No, it's like like imagine like being a nerd. It's like scouts, and you get <laughs> like I watch my first yeah. Star Wars movie badge. No, yeah. like I do I get what you mean because me and my dad had all these long conversations. Because the thing mm. is, right, and like I said, being a nerd to me, it's it's a family thing. It's something I would never escape on. And then I have my son, my lovely son. Hey, baby. Hey, mommy. Oh, he's, he's just the cutest. I just want to eat him up. Oh, he's so cute. Um, but then I, I, like, I see this whole, like, how your parents shape you in my beautiful child. He was currently wearing pyjamas of that film that we will not mention. And playing, oh. playing Pokemon on the DS. Now, the Pokemon thing's got nothing to do with me. That's to do with my boyfriend. But I, his room is full of all the shit I like. <laughs> so... 
But, like, I would have these long conversations with my dad about, like, what the smoke monster was and why did that statue only have four toes and why the fuck was the roller bear on the island? <gasps> yes. There was, oh like, something... Yeah. Ev- and the shark had the Dharma stamp on the wall. I had a Dharma initiative badge, like, a patch <gasps> on my ah. bag in the first year of uni. Ah. I have, um... Somewhere, and I've genuinely never worn it because it's the dumbest thing I bought, but I can't get rid of it. I basically bought like um, a replica kind of key that oh, it's supposed to be like, oh yeah, open from the station, and it has like the Dharma logo and the swan on it and everything. And I'm like, yeah, that's. that's... I, I think me and you might have bought. The... Did it come in a bag? No, it came in like a little. It's like a little black presentation box thing. And it's it's like a bit it's like a bit of like Elizabeth Duke jewellery or something. See, it just comes see, in. See, I have I had a, a Dharma key that came oh. that came on a necklace. Okay, <laughs> this, got, this, this is weird. I got in a bag from Forbidden Planet with a big huge T-shirt that said Dharma on it, and the guy was like, "We don't have any smalls," and I was like, "Give me any, I'm gonna wear this to fucking bed." And I had like a little drawstring bag that said "Lost." And originally, I'd bought it for my dad, and I was like, "This is too fucking cool to give to my dad. Keep it this." <laughs> So you were just like, no, 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 <laughs> no, and that's the coolest. Like, you know, being an adult is hard. You know, you yeah. the, there's the crippling depression, the anxiety, you know, Brexit, the fucking yeah. all this shit. But I can spend my money on toys. Yeah, and it's awesome. Yeah, being... I've I've spent an obscene amount of it money. It is just awesome, isn't week. it, baby? It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It just isn't safe. It's awesome. Oh, so, bless him. I've, yeah, just said I've spent an obscene amount of money on kind of graphic novels. Ones that won't be here for months, but it's because it's like, I just really enjoy it. It's nerdy and I don't give a shit. I go through like phases, like right now my new thing's stationary. And like I was saying, oh, like, I was saying yeah. to you, like I bought all the midliners and I've, mm-hmm. I started bullet, bullet journal last year, which has been immensely helpful for my mental health as well. So anyone out there who struggles with mental health, look into the bullet journal and, and how to track your mental health because it's it's helped me. But also seek professional help from a doctor. But yeah, yeah. You know, I've developed pens. But before that, it was like horror books. But I think stationery is quite nerdy. Do you know what I mean? And also, I mean, no, I'll say that on the next episode because the next episode's about books. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but like, I've had like, what sweetheart? The next episode is about awesome books, baby cakes. They are. Books are awesome, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's Freddie's input for the day. Um, yeah. But what was I going to say? Yeah, I've had I've had much shorter nerdy love affairs, shall we say. Heroes season one. Yes. My, yeah. my dad had a Vogue Petrelli t-shirt. Once again, something I watched with my dad. My dad had a Vogue Petrelli t-shirt. And I used to I used to download that. That was the first thing I had properly downloaded because that year mm. I got really into like a load of American TV shows. So I had a piece of paper stuck above my desk with what day everything went off on. Like oh and God. pushing daisies. Pushing daisies was really good. But, you know, I was really into heroes season one and season two was shit. So I've had these you know, these little nerdy spring mm-hmm. summer yeah. romance things. But these were like the things that really shaped me. Um Right now, I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything. I'm like I was really into the Walking Dead, but I'm like three seasons behind. 
and I'm two seasons behind Game of Thrones and I'm behind on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But that's more to do with being a growing up. But due to obviously the way we watch yeah. television now, it's so easy to catch up on those things. But it's been such a long time since... I mean, season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I binge-watched that bitch in like two weeks with, with my mum, who, for the record, Anne Platt, I know you're not fucking listening, can't hold her own piss. She has ruined the end into two books, <laughs> three TV shows, and two movies. This oh. is just reason Because she'll just... <laughs> Like, right, right, this is not related, but I, right, anyone out there who's a wrestling fan, the day after WrestleMania 33, I was going to Blackpool, so I couldn't watch it live. So I stayed off the internet all day because I didn't want spoilers. And I come home, ready to watch WrestleMania, and I put it on, and the tag team match started. And my mother said to me, oh, isn't it nice that the Hardy Boys are back? What the fuck? She knows, right? The Hardy Boys were my jam back in like the early 2000s. I was a huge Hardy Boys fan. I, there's pictures of my bedroom back then, plastered, seal on the floor of the Hardy Boys. And she fucking ruined it for me. I nearly cried. I nearly hit her. <laughs> Who says shit like that? And then the, wow. and the music started and I did kind of shed a little tear a bit and I got goosebumps. And I thought if I didn't know that they were coming, I, that would have been re- like really special to me. And I know before oh. anyone says it, I know wrestling isn't real. <laughs> it's not fake. People still tell me that, like, no, it's not real, don't you? And I'm like, fucking, I'm a mother. I'm 30 years old, and mother. Do you think I know it's not real? Neither's neighbours, love. It's uh... not, but we don't use the F word. It's predetermined or scripted. It's not fake, okay? <laughs> okay, and I'm not on Twitter anymore, so yeah. don't bother tweet me, tell me it's fake, because it's not. All right, shut the fuck up. Anyway. Fair enough. Spoilers um... are bad. So, yeah, anyway. Mm, I can't remember what I was going on about now. That's Emma's rant for this podcast. Jesus Christ. Take <laughs> I will say, if you're looking for something new to get into, um, I've become, not not obsessed, but I'm really enjoying iZombie at the moment. Oh my God, I watched the awesome. first episode of that last night. It's, right, I basically watched the first one because I'm like, oh, I like Veronica Mars and all that sort of thing. Watched the first episode, I swear to God, I binge watched the whole thing in two weeks, like two seasons of it, and they've just started series three now. And it's amazing. Uh, it's so I good. Did start watching that last night. I did watch. Um, I started watching. To see, Mike always tries to get me to watch things. Hi, Mike. Because mm. I know you're listening. Because he always does. <laughs> hi, Mike. <laughs> Freddie, Mike's not here, but Freddie says hi, Mike as well. Um, he tried to get me to watch Rick and Morty, and I was like, "This is a load." Of oh, I yeah. said, "This is a load of shit." He did it with BoJack Horseman, and a couple yeah. of weeks later, he was like, "Try it again," and I was, I loved it. So we yeah. we watch we watch season three episode one. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I did exactly the same thing. The Bulljack Horseman. I kind of got it a bit easier, but Rick and Morty. I watched the first episode and I just went, "Well, this is weird." <laughs> yeah. I don't get this this at isn't all. funny. And then I watched the it's uh, Anatomy Park, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, now I get it." Oh, have you it, have you, you seen the new yeah. episode? <laughs> I did. No, I, saw I don't want to see your pogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my yeah. god. So, but I like I tried to get into the strain. Me and Mike watched the first series of that, and then I never yeah. watched it again. But you know, I, I I I will watch. I'll you know the thing is right. Sometimes I think there's too much choice. Yeah. And a lot of my time and energy is spent on season nine of Drag Race. Yeah, that is that takes a lot out <laughs> of me. Drag Race because there's Drag Race, then there's Untucked, then I have to listen to all the podcasts, and then I have to digest how I feel. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I spend I spend a lot of time thinking about drag queens. What I will say is because I, I I'm very sporadic on the drag race. This is not a nerd thing, I promise, <laughs> and we'll we'll be done in a bit. But <laughs> I 
but I I've watched the series say, series nine, partially because I'm a massive Lady Gaga fan, and I was like, oh, she's gonna be on, yeah. it'll be fine, and it was good. Mm. But then the you know Anna Faris, the actress, she's got that podcast. Anna Faris is unqualified. Yeah. Ru RuPaul was on for an episode, and it's like an, an hour and a half long episode, and it's brilliant. I'll have to listen it's to so, that. It's so funny because he ends up giving because the part of the thing is the unqualified. So basically, half of it is them chatting and then the other half is Anna and the guest Skyping mm. with people who are saying okay so I'm having relationship issues or I'm having this and it's each celebrity gives their own kind of advice on it and so RuPaul is brilliant just so blunt like kind but blunt just going oh no honey no I no just, no just get out of it I have this like since my best friend Lucy moved to Scotland um, and abandoned me for a girl <laughs> bitch <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something, never thought no. But like I can, I can say that to Lucy, but I can't say that on her. Um, I yeah. like we used to go to Gay Town in Liverpool, mm. and I loved it there. And I hadn't been as much. Like so, I went to see Alyssa Edwards with my friend Rob, and yeah. I got really drunk. And apparently, I don't remember this according to Rob. When Alyssa Edwards came on, I started crying. Oh. <laughs> but oh, I went. I actually went to town um, the day after my birthday. I had like a little party of mine, and we went to town. Me, Rob my brother and my boyfriend my brother and my boyfriend were both absolutely slaughtered at this point like so yeah. drunk and i got a picture with tiara and viv who i, I love the brilliant drag what love mike did put cheese on mummy's face this morning yes i'm glad now everyone knows that <laughs> right i have to tell this story now the smart race but this morning mike stayed last night and this morning mike and my son freddie ganged up on me oh my god and and the dog finn and mike made my son go downstairs and get a cheese triangle and mike held me down smeared it across my face and then called the dog on the bed <laughs> so, um... i'm sorry i'm sorry that's <laughs> okay i know yeah wow. chris is laughing at me and now everybody in the internet will be as well thanks. oh my god thanks fred i've lost uh -oh. all internet credibility Anyway, no. I think I think that's my cue to wrap up this episode. I, 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 I was going to say, I'm like, I don't think we can actually top that. <laughs> um, um. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's... Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, I used to be cool. Right, so, um, yeah, that was... <laughs> uh, that that was, was the first episode. That was the first episode. A nice trip down memory lane, and me and Chris have got some awesome ideas for future podcasts. Yes, cool. so expect to see them in the um, future. I've been Emma Platt. I don't really, I don't go on Twitter anymore. My account is still there, but I don't use it. Um, but if you want to contact me, you can email me at deadmeathorror, all one word, at gmail.com. Um, and that is it, really. <laughs> I don't have Twitter. Or, um, or tweet Chris, and Chris will tell me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on Twitter at higher underscore boy. Um, my Twitter isn't very cool. Generally, it's me just kind of going how much I love certain things. Um, however, you if you want to tweet us directly about the show, you can tweet us at North by Nerd. No, oh my God, I never get this right. At North by Nerd West. It's because I'm doing a Hitchcock pod, a Hitchcock podcast at the same time. So I've been saying, yeah, basically, um, and I've been saying North by Northwest a lot. So the show being called North by Nerd West isn't helping. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just messing it up basically. But no, we do have a Twitter, um, so feel free to contact us 
on there. We don't really have an email address. Uh, well, we do at the moment, but we're not really doing anything with it yet. So if you want to send us a message or a tweet and you know say how much you love the show, or if you have any ideas or an opinion, feel free to do that. As long as it's a nice opinion, because if it's not, I'll just block you. So. And um, I will hunt you down. She will. She will. When she, she... you know when I'm not in hospital or heavily medicated. Yeah. So that's she like will, every will... Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> she will come after you with that white Megazord toy. Oh yeah. And she'll beat the shit out of you. And I will bring my son, and he will put spread cheese on your face, and our dog yeah. will lick it off. <laughs> oh, that's so a, weird. A unique threat as ever I've heard. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh... <laughs> That's what I'm about to do. This has been North by Nerdwest. Um, all right. Bye, guys. Bye.